Welcome to this week of uh, 2355. This week we're excited um, to actually, we're not in the same location this week. It's kind of different. You're far away. I'm at home. So this is a different week of recording. Long distance. Um, normally yes. we're, yeah, long distance recording. Um, so this week we're talking about, um, which as, you know, as we're prepping for this is a very difficult topic of talking about how do you know, you know, you hear from God? Um, it's a frequent question, actually. I know that I get often from people who haven't learned, you know, what that feels like. And and it is a very hard one. Like, as we were talking about it, it's not an easy one to answer, you know, for somebody. Um, and so we're kind of broaching a, I think, a difficult topic that takes... I think time and experience um, to really understand and be able to move into. And I, one of the first things you and I talked about is we're prepping because we watch documentaries and different true story, crazy movies. But recently we finished watching quite a few um, movies um, and documentaries and stuff based on true stories about people who've done crazy things, you know, saying God told them so. Um, and so I know that's for many people, like that's the first thing they think of is like, I know, but you hear these crazy people who say they hear from God and they go and do these things, you know? And it's like, yeah. And that's why I know for me, I'm hesitant sometimes to have the conversation because I don't want people out there being like, oh yeah, like God said, you know, and they, they go and do crazy things things you know saying that and so yeah because i know it's the first thing that comes to mind it does (laughs) big time so so it is scary to i think broach this topic for a lot of people and then there are those that don't believe that we can hear from the lord anymore you know there are those that feel that all of that stopped when the Bible, you know, was done being written and we can no longer hear from God now. Um, all we have are the scriptures. And that I disagree with. Um, I think there was a time that I probably wondered if that was true. Um, I know for me before my time in life of really starting to hear from God, Um, I know that I, I had wondered the same thing. Like I had been like, well, can we really, or all these things coincidence or, you know, like different things that would happen in life. And so wondering if it was all of those things, which I think are, they're all legitimate questions, um, for people to ask and to wonder about definitely. Um, so I think, I think I want to start today with maybe sharing, more of my story because I enjoy sharing that because it helps people kind of have context and connection with like, okay, Joanna, how did you start hearing from God? You know, how did you know that it was him? Um, and I, and I think prior to this time, there were times that I think God spoke, but this is when it became very, very clear. Um, so there was a time in my life where I had kind of gotten to the end of myself wondering if all these things, you know, I read about in scripture, especially in Acts chapter two, whether they were real. Um, and so at night I would put my kids to bed and I would pray and just cry. And I had worship music on. And what started to happen was every 
prayer that I had, the song would come on that would like respond directly to whatever I was praying. And I was starting wow. to be like, yeah, the, yeah. I was like, that's crazy. Um, but it was <laughs> happening so consistently um, all the time that I was like, oh my gosh. And I started to sense such a deep like peace and like love and freedom like totally come over me like I'd never experienced before and it wasn't just one of those moments you know that we talk about where you know something happens it's like coincidence we're like oh that's super cool like this was different than anything I had ever felt or experienced before in my life like I just felt such light and love and power and all sorts of things just like I mean there are no words to describe like that moment of um of god just coming and filling the space that like i was in and that's when things really shifted and so to put it into perspective for some people i'd been walking with the lord for years before that so it wasn't like this was just the first time i had encountered or had a conversation with god and i'm not saying everybody has to wait years to hear from the lord um but it was it was during a time i would say of like deep pursuit. Like I wanted to hear from God. I wanted to experience him and his power and all these things like that I heard about. And so it was just a deep pursuit of like wanting to know him. And in that, I, I feel like God responded. And I think a lot of times, um, I don't think we approach God like in that type of way, like where we really, you know, like I think we put out fleeces or we treat him like a genie, you know, like, okay, God, yeah. you're going to do this for me, you know, that type of thing. And then yeah. we wonder why God doesn't respond how we want. And I'm just like, but that's yeah. not how real relationship works. Right? No. And I was, <laughs> he's I not was our, thinking about that. No, he's not our genie. You're right. Um, but I was thinking about that as you, as you were speaking, that you pursued him, you were consistent, you were determined. It wasn't like you just asked one question, waited five minutes, and then shrugged your shoulders. You kept asking, you kept praying, you kept pursuing, and uh, I know God honors that. Yeah, and and I think people also hear that. My first thought is they're like, "Oh, so you have to do that in order for him to respond?" It's like, no, no. I think for us to fully experience all that God has, we have to be in a place of full humility. Um, but that's like in any relationship, because I think about like, because all this ties back to and I think when we put it in the light of real relationship, it puts it into perspective. So in order for me to experience the fullness of friendship, I have to be willing to be totally vulnerable and allow people to connect with me. And I feel right. and believe it's the same thing with the Lord. Like we have to come like in this space to fully be open, to allow for this fullness of connection. But many of us approach God very guarded um, or with our demands. You know, I'm like, who likes to hang out with somebody that demands, you know? And so right. coming into this space of like, God, like with sincerity, like I really want to know you. Like, I want to know who you are. I want to know your heart. I want to know your thoughts. Like, I want to understand you, you know, and be like, and I have questions, you know, and that's a totally different posture than I think a lot of people approach God with, you know, they're like, I want this and I want this and Bob, you know, and don't get me wrong. I prefer people to start the discussion with the Lord about something than nothing, but then 
don't be disappointed when things don't go exactly how you want or God doesn't do things just so because you're not approaching them in a place of like truly wanting to have a relationship with them. So I believe to connect with the Lord, like you have to come and want to want to have a relationship, like to be like, I genuinely want to just like talk. Like I want to understand who you are. So now it's like, okay, how do we know that, that God's speaking back to us? (laughs) That's where the struggle starts. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How do we know? How do we know it's God? um, I'll just throw out there that I think a lot of it has to do with um, getting to know him. Um, building a relationship, having consistency in um, learning more about him. You know, he said, mm-hmm. my, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me. But the reason they, they knew his voice was because he knew them. There was relationship built. And mm-hmm. I really think that is a, a very important basis uh, before you can expect uh, maybe not expect, but expect <laughs> to uh, to hear from the Lord. And I know that too much of like the hearing from him is nudgings, it's thoughts, it's feelings, you know, because when God speaks, there is peace and there is love and there's joy and and there's life like in it. it it's different. Um, than anything else um, that we experience like in relationship and things like that. Like there's just a different feeling um, to it all. And so, so this leads me into like one of the next things. So how, you know, when we talk about people say, well, God said, God said, and, and then we find that like things don't add up, you know, And so this is where I bring into like, when we're hearing from the Lord, we have to realize our lens of understanding often can get in the way of our interpretation of what's said. So let's put it in perspective of real relationship. You know, you're talking to somebody, you're having a conversation with them, and then they just like walk away and they're like, yeah, I get it, you know, but they're only looking at it through their lens of understanding. And oftentimes, I think with God, like we hear things or we sense just like something where different and each person's kind of different if you were to sit down and talk with them about how they know they're hearing from the Lord. But what really throws things off is when we only receive through our lens of understanding and we don't really have a conversation back and forth with God to gain deeper understanding of say something that he has said um, to grow deeper in our own knowledge. So I know for me, you know, when the Lord um, shows me something or I just a sensing like in my heart and in my spirit about things I've learned over time to have more conversation, like to not run out of the room, you know, it reminds me of like right now I think of like when my kids overhear half of a conversation and they like run out and go tell all their siblings and you're like, that is not what I said. And I think sometimes <laughs> this is where, <laughs> this is where we miss it. Cause I think we do the same thing with God. Like, he starts the sentence and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know. I know. And then we like oh, run out of the room yeah. and we don't like 
really sit down and like conversate, ask more questions, seek deeper understanding, realize that sometimes we're only looking through our lens and then we're allowing that to, you know, aid in our interpretation of things. Instead of over time, the more we grow in relationship and the more we understand him and we understand who he is, then we understand the things that he's saying. So let's look in scripture. So if we're going to look at the Old Testament, so many people we hear all the time, God just looks so mean and blah, 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 like all of these things about him. But then the more you study, and I know for myself, the more I've studied and understood like who God is, I look at the Old Testament way different than I used to. Um, Way different. I don't see him as this big, scary, angry person who's like wiping everybody out all the time and who's like (laughs) constantly offended. But that's the way it looks. You know, at times it's like, man, he's always angry and always upset. And he's zapping this person and knocking that person. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. And that's, that's what, what people. That's what people mean when they say, you know, I'm going to go Old Testament on you. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to yeah. go crazy and wipe you out. <laughs> yeah. But then the more like for me that I've studied and understood like love and who God is and like his heart and things like that. Now I look at it different. And it's funny, my mind instantly went to how I used to receive my parents when I was little. I remember having a conversation with my dad one day and being like, I used to think you were just always angry and all these things. And then as I found out, that's not at all like what it was. His heart was grieved. And so I saw this space of like, what looked to me disappointment, disapproval or whatever it might be. And it was actually his own internal struggle coming out through his, his facial expressions. And so it affected, yeah. you know, as a child, I'm like, your dad, big, scary, ah, you know, and it affected me. And so I think about God and I look at the old Testament, look at these things and we see all the stuff, but we don't understand creation as heart design, like all of these things. Then we interpret it as, oh, he's just scary and angry. And he's just really mad at me. And, and, yeah. and, and we can find ourselves feeling there. And it's really sad because that's where a lot of people sit in their understanding of who God is. And, and so we go back to when I was talking about our lens of understanding about who God is can get in the way of receiving, let's say, scripture versus, um, let's say, previous trauma, church things can often get in the way of us being able to hear him clearly and hear his heart and to understand when he's saying things, what he means. Um, And so it's important for us to realize that can affect a lot of things in our lives. And why I think it's where a lot of people, because verses and things like this, and we've talked about this throughout the ministry and different things, God's word can be used as a sword to stab and bring on pain people. And so we say all that to now when God goes to speak to me instantly, you know, say sometimes I hear something, there's a wound there, you know, and it's painful and and so then we we struggle hearing from him because we see this lens we have this understanding this viewpoint that gets in the way of of having this like close connected relationship with god i know for me that's where i was for 
a long, a long time. There was a book that actually really shifted and helped me understand more of God's heart. It's called The God-Shaped Brain. Loved that book. And it talks about the way fear and love affects the brain and the body and the whole impact. And I remember at the end of the book, for me, I was like, oh my gosh, you never, you never intended for us to fear you. You intended for us to always be in the space of being avenues of love and being connected to you. And, and I know a lot of people would argue with that. I'm like, and this is where I disprove them. I'm like, well, if we were intended to be in this place of fear, then our bodies would thrive, but they don't, they, they, they get destroyed, but we're in this space of love and connection with God. It's where we thrive. Like all, all parts of us thrive. And so that began, I know for me, part of my journey beginning to shift, like, oh, so you're like really loving. (laughs) I know for me, it was like a very, like, like, really loving, like, oh, because that's where we thrive. All of us thrives sitting in this place of experiencing God's love and, and feeling that. So we go back to, okay, how do I know it's God? Well, when it's God, it's the fullness of love. And even when God's correcting our hearts, he's not like this angry father. He's a gentle father. Like those kind, patient parents who look their toddlers in the face very gently and correct them, not the explosive, angry, controlling, like that's not what God is. And so when I'm hearing from him, it's a place of love. It's like the parent who comes up and gently goes, hey, like, that's going to harm you or hey like there's this this place of close intimate loving connection and so i know for me going back to when i started talking about my story that's what i began to experience was this loving connection there wasn't fear there wasn't anger there wasn't shame when i was standing before god all i could feel was love and so when he speaks it brings Love. Now we hear that statement too much in our culture that I think is used in the wrong context and not in the right way. But when it's the Lord, we thrive. Like every part of us thrives and feels full and feels alive. That's what scripture talks about. You know, he's not given a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. When he speaks, there's power, there's love, there's clarity, there's peace. There, you know, because even in times when God hasn't answered, my question exactly how I'd like or given me my answer. There's still peace. There's still this closeness, this nearness that I experience when I'm in prayer and when I'm spending time with him. So now it's like, okay, Joanna, so how does God speak to you? And I know we talked about this um, last time uh, previously too, a little bit was like books, Bible, worship, things like that, that God speaks and I hear from like um, one of the things I would say. There's themes. I'll 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 pray for something, and then I find everywhere I look, there's like <laughs> the book I look at, the verse I see, everything like all ties yeah. into like Songs whatever I ask. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, like just like surrounded by the answer everywhere, like just constantly. Um, and then sometimes I go and look. You know, I'll pray and ask. Um, God about let's say leadership we'll just use something random and I'll go look for books and and I'll just feel like a a nudging in a direction to you know 
pick up this book or look at this, you know, and then as I read it, I'm captivated by it. Um, as I go forward in it, I'm learning there's life. I feel alive, like things start to happen because we pursue him. We feel alive. Now we can't mistake it. And one of the things you were talking about as we were prepping for this of, um, understanding different feelings, um, and learning how to decipher them because for some, what can feel alive is adrenaline, you know, and that's not the same as hearing from the Lord. So that's not what I'm talking about. It's important for us, I think, to understand the difference. And that's what part of this process I think is, is being connected with our feelings and noticing different things and paying attention and having this more of this internal awareness um, to be able to decipher more and more like what's God, what's me, what's this um, and and testing those things. Cause we go back to the crazy people that we're talking about who are like, but I felt God say this. And now I feel, you know, and they're out killing everybody. And I'm like, that's right. a different type of, that's not what we're talking about here. But I, no. I want to emphasize that and put it in perspective because I think a lot of people are like, oh, okay, that makes a little bit more sense now. Um, because we can feel a certain way and mistake it for something, you know, I, right now I thought about the drug addict or, you know, I feel great. And I'm like, but you're destroying yourself. You're not connected with reality you're showing, you know, it's like, that's not God, but a lot of people would be like, Oh, but I feel so close to him, you know, and doing these things. And it's like, you're missing it. Um, any comments so far? I know I went off a little bit on that, but I think it helps because I, I know a lot of people hear these things and they're like, okay, how do I know that's not God? And this is God. Cause this person says this and you know, and there's a lot of different things that like we hear, um, when it comes to these things, I want to give you a chance to comment of any thoughts that you're having. Well, my first thought was, I think we need, um, we need to know that when we hear from God, it's generally not going to be that audible voice, um, that Mm -hmm. people talk about. Um, sometimes it may, it may be, but most of the time, like you said, Mm -hmm. it's an, it's a nudging towards something. It's a, uh, a feeling about something. It's uh, confirmation. And I Mm -hmm. also agree with the, the idea that you have to learn the feeling. You have to, to know what it is. If, if you, um, say you are praying for people and you feel like you have a word of knowledge or a word of wisdom to give them. Um, You have to be sure, but you also have to step out on faith. And once you step out on faith and you get some confirmation, then you get a little bit uh, stronger, not only in Mm -hmm. your, in your faith, but in your gifting. And we're not always going to be sharing with people what we hear from the Lord. Uh, I realize a lot of it is personal, but uh, again, mm-hmm. you have to have you have to have that faith and and step out on it. Yes, and and that's true. Like as we begin to 
hear and experience those things. It is, it's beginning to, to share them with people, you know, when we feel like God's saying something, but putting it out there, you know, cause we have to be careful because we go back to our lens of understanding. Like I know people have said things with the best intentions, you know, sharing with me and, and their lens persuading, you know, much of the words that are coming out. Um, and I think few words is a lot of words sometimes. And so I think it's important for us to, um, not overkill, you know, like when we're sharing things or saying things, you know, and putting our lens of understanding over things, um, which is really easy to right. do to persuade in whatever direction. Cause I've learned, you know, one of my, um, prayers a lot. And especially as of lately too, because I'm just in one of those seasons is Lord, help me to see and understand what I do not understand. May I not be persuaded by my thoughts or my understanding, you know, and, and make, you know, we look at scripture, lean on it, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. A lot of times we are confined by our understanding um, of things of life and mm -hmm. things like that. And so that can stand in the way I think of us receiving from the Lord and hearing maybe what he's saying or a direction he might be calling us in. And so we'll be like, I don't hear from God. And I'm like, well, sometimes we're, we, we don't allow outside input. Like it, we're only looking for our answer or our things. And so all of these things get in the way of us hearing from God, but it's being in a space of just, being still, you know, scripture says, be still and know that I'm God, like being in a place of quiet, of not movement, of not trying to figure it all out, of learning how to just kind of be. And, you know, sometimes it's sitting in a place of having worship music on or listening to scripture or reading scripture or just sitting outside and just pausing for a moment. And it's in often those quiet moments when we begin to hear his voice and our minds and our, and our body, all of us are trained to hear him. So that way, when we move into other spaces, we know what his voice sounds like. And so, you know, when you were talking about um, the sheep know the shepherd's voice as we learn it and we get in tune with it and we test it, you know, cause we're told to test it. Like we can test yes. God's voice. We can, put out fleece. We can ask for confirmation as we're learning to hear from. And the Lord wants us to do that. He's not displeased by it or upset with us when we, when we have to do that, he's okay with that. He wants us to test it. And then when we do, there's more and more confirmation continuing themes, but this is where, excuse me, it's also important to be careful because right now I'm thinking about We've watched a lot of crazy documentaries lately, you and I, about church people, you know, <laughs> well, he said this and this and this, you know, and they're out there doing crazy things. And I'm like, and one of the things you had said, it has to line up with scripture. And then that's when I said, but people twist scripture, you know, but it, it's going God's way makes a lot more sense than people realize, actually, because he is the fullness of truth. And so it's not going to be like the the some of these crazy things that are just like far-fetched and out there and i found that god makes a lot more sense the more you pursue him and the deeper you get and it lines up with research and different things like that um 
And it's very different than what I've been taught. I've been taught that God doesn't line up with anything and he's outside. And I'm like, but that's not true. Because we go back to even God-shaped brain. I was like, no, the body thrives. Science lines up with it. Like, it's not, it's not insane. I find that the more I pursue him, the more all of life makes sense. Um, and I mm-hmm. think people, because of their lens of understanding, um, miss, this is a really big concept I'm about to explain. Um, I'm trying to like break it down real quick and we're almost out of time too for this one. <laughs> but we go back to our lens of understanding. So in the church, often the only thing people ever read is scripture and they never read anything else or learn anything else. And we look at scripture and that's not enough. So let's just use, for example, Old Testament to understand the full context of Abraham's life. Go and study history about that time and go and study historical things and facts and figures and lands and all of these things. And then go back and read about Abraham's life. Well, it makes a whole lot more sense, you know, go to a museum somewhere and go, you know, like spend time and dive into it and then go study Abraham's life. Well, how many people don't do that? They just read about Abraham. And that's what I'm talking about when we're leaning just on our own understanding and we don't go outside of that to put everything within perspective and then to go, you know, and then I also say, go take a step of faith and then go read about Abraham's life. Like Abraham's life looks totally different after you do all of those things. So going back to what I was saying with the church, all we do is we're like, Bible, 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 Bible. Don't get me wrong. It's great. And it is, there's so much power in it. It is God's word, but we are leaning so often on our own understanding when we're reading it and saying that we're hearing from God. And we have not grown in our knowledge and understanding of anything else. And so we don't understand the full context of things. And this can get in the way of us hearing from the Lord and fully understanding things. Um, As we're limited by our own understanding. Um, And so I hope that helps some people kind of go outside of the box a little bit and be like, you mean Joanna, I can read stuff? Yeah, you can. (laughs) There's a lot of information out there. (laughs) Um, And I share this often. I've learned more about understanding who God is and the fullness of who he is and reading biology books and counseling books and my Bible and history and like looking at all the pieces together has given me such a deeper understanding outside of just my limited knowledge about life. Because if I stayed and all that I understood, it makes me think about like a kindergartner who comes and wants to tell you everything. You're like, you are five and you know nothing. And I think many of us stay (laughs) in that place. And so when God's trying to I just thought of my mother actually when I said that I'm like you know nothing but you're really cute um but like (laughs) when we stay in this space we don't hear all the things that God wants to teach us and so when he's speaking we're not 10 God could be saying something to every single one of us right now but because of our limited understanding and knowledge that we live confined within just ourselves, we hear nothing. We hear nothing. Um, and so I think it's important for us to 
step outside of that. And so when God says something, ask questions, seek his face. Trust me, I have learned over time, God brings answers. I always tell people, he has answered every question I have ever asked. He has. I can't think of anything up until this point that God has not answered in some form. It's wait five seconds. You know, every child loves that. Um, yeah. <laughs> he leads me down paths or brings books or like things like that. But he answers. He speaks. He gives understanding over time, um, sometimes instantly, sometimes months, sometimes a year. But because it makes me think of when my kids ask me something, do I always have the capacity to answer the, to the fullness of what they're asking in that second? No, because sometimes they're not grown enough to understand, or sometimes they haven't experienced certain things to understand. And so our walk with God as we're talking to him is very much the same way. We go and ask something and people are like, he didn't answer them all. What'd you ask him? I'm like, that's a pretty in-depth question. You know, I'm like, why don't sit back and be a student and listen and like hear and over time seek his heart and seek to know that he's going to under, that he's going to explain. And so it broadens everything. So this went a whole different direction than I planned. Today, as usual, um, <laughs> as we were talking about this, but I think it's important because I think this is helping probably set a lot of people free. And they're like, why doesn't, you know, how do I know God's speaking? And I have asked for things and I don't feel like he answered, you know, and, and, and I, I believe the Lord is, and he calls us to seek him. And so that's through scripture. That's through reading. That's through prayer that's through worship that's through relationships that's through having connection conversation like all of these things add into god responding and for us to hear from him um because let's say we prayed you know we prayed and asked god a question and like somebody walks in the room and they answer it and we're like well is that god or was that them and i'm like that's probably the lord he probably sent you a messenger to give you something so you could conversate with them because he knows you're going to be confined by your understanding and you're not going to hear them, but you can sit there and talk to that person and great and gain some more understanding because God's already taught them something. And so that connection can be often the response to the question, you know, that you just asked because he sent you a teacher, you know, and I know that sounds, but I, I hope this helps a lot of people begin to kind of step outside the box a little bit and begin to understand that the Lord is answering things. And as you learn to hear his voice, and as you learn to step outside of that, that limited understanding that you have, you hear him a lot more clearly. Like now I hear him so clearly all the time and his nudging and his direction and his peace and his weight and all of those things. But there was a time I didn't, but I had to grow in relationship. I had to grow in hearing his voice. I had to clean out all the, um, all the lenses and false ideas and all of these things for me to then begin to interpret and take in what he was saying more clearly than I did before. So I'm going to give you a minute to, <laughs> to say anything before we wrap up for today. <laughs> um, anything else? No, I I think this has been a great conversation. And yes, it has gone in, in different places uh, than what we had talked about. But uh, I, I think it's, I think a lot of good things have come out of it and um, I think it, it will help people. It's, it's given me some things to think about too. 
that's why I'm like, leave it up to me. Um, but I think, I hope it's helpful because I think it's where we've been taught all these like rules in church, you know, and they leave us stuck and it, and that grieves, um, my heart so much, you know, that people don't get to experience this full relationship with God that he desires for us. And I, and I tell people the deeper you go, you learn his voice, you know, you know, it's truth, you know, it's not, you, you know, like it gets clearer and clearer as you go along. Um, but when you're starting out, it feels very foreign and scary and uncertain. Um, and I know for me, it was as I learned to test and to know what was him or not. And, th- and those were hard days, you know, um, but staying in close connection with other people that are respected. And I knew they heard from God was helpful during that time as I grew in strength. Um, and I think that's key, you know, is being around people that you know, and you can see with their life, um, you feel freedom and peace and love um, when you're in relationship with them. Um, and surrounding yourself by people like that as you're growing to hear God's voice is really helpful. Um, and I know for me, I was surrounded with people that were like that. And so it helped as I was growing and learning to hear God's voice more clearly because I could check things. I'd be like, I feel like God's saying this. Like, what do you think? Do you think, you know, do you think I'm missing something or, you know, and those things were important. And so, um, so to break this down really small, because we just talked about a lot of complexity. Um, number one, you know, pursue God with all your heart, like come in a place of just wanting to be open. And if you're not, and come saying, I don't want to be open, but start the conversation with the Lord. Um, two, learning to hear his voice is something that like grows over time and that we can be blinded by um, our own limited understanding and our lenses in which life has affected us. Three, God does bring answers in a lot of different avenues. Sometimes it is through Bible Sometimes it is through different books. You know, there's a lot of different ways. So it's not always like, but everything ties back to and is confirmed through his, is confirmed through his word. You know, he's not going to tell us to go out there and be a crazy person um, because in his word, he says not to be that we should not go and harm everybody. (laughs) So we can know that it's wrong. Um, And then the big thing is, is our relationship with God grows over time. The more we understand him, the closer we feel. And then surrounding ourselves with people who we truly know hear from the Lord. And you know that by how you feel in relationship to them. You feel free, you feel full, you feel loved. And that's how you know that it's God. Because when we're close to him, those are the things that we experience. And so as you're growing and hearing from the Lord, surround yourself with people that you know that do. Listen to pastors, people that speak, that you know that they do. You can just sense it through the things that they're teaching. And all of that can be helpful. Um, as we're growing and learning how to hear from God. So um, any last words before we finish? No, I don't. I don't think I have anything left. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think I covered everything for today. (laughs) Well, this is, this is fun to do it distant, but it wasn't so much better to be in the same room, but we pulled it off for this week. um, Because of time. Yeah. Yeah, we, made it work. <laughs> we did make it work so well i'm excited um for just another week of 2355 i'm super stoked um that we've been walking through this because this is something that was on my heart all of so much of last year um that we never really got to so it's super exciting to be able to 
start diving into this now and beginning to get this out. And so I encourage people as you hear this and as it speaks to you, um, share this podcast, you know, um, with those in your life, share it um, on your social media, let people know. Um, so in that way they can be in a space where they can begin to understand and they can begin to experience all that God has for them. So blessings to each one of you and we will see you all next week.